Hi everyone, thank you for listening and welcome back to the show. Before we get started, I wanted to let you know, today's episode of Screw the Scale is brought to you by Empower You Business Coaching and the Empower You Business Academy. Are you a fitness professional, a strength coach, a personal trainer, or a healthcare provider such as an athletic trainer, physical therapist, or chiropractor and looking to break into the online spectrum? We can help you build an online presence and an online business. Empower You Online Coaching can help you build a thriving six-figure online business. Now is the time. You can find all information about the Empower You Business Coaching Program and the Empower You Business Academy at our website, empoweryouonlinecoaching.com. All right, let's get into our fresh Friday topic. Today, we will discuss height-to-waist ratio as an acceptable and great way to keep yourself healthy and to track body fat. So with that, I say what the title says, screw the scale. Have you ever heard of the height to weight ratio? The height to waist ratio is a better way to track your progress in a fat loss training plan and just generally keeping your body in a healthy range for body fat. So here's how it works. Take your height in inches, then measure your waist in inches at your belly button. If your waist is greater than half of your height, you are at risk for a metabolic syndrome. What is a metabolic syndrome? Well, metabolic syndrome is a cluster of conditions that occur together, increasing your risk of heart disease, stroke, and type 2 diabetes. These conditions include increased blood pressure, high blood sugar, excess body fat around the waist, and abnormal cholesterol or triglyceride levels. Most of the disorders associated with metabolic syndrome don't have an obvious signs or symptoms. One sign that is very visible is the large waist circumference. So with that, today we are discussing the height to waist ratio and four or five, whatever we get into, or so strategies to help support a healthy height to waist ratio. You should strive to have your waist half of your height and try to maintain that. So I say, screw the scale. Use a metric that actually works better with gaining lean body mass and decreasing body fat. Get rid of the scale, track your muscle mass, and lose your body fat using the height to waist ratio. I'm gonna keep it real here. Obesity is a huge problem in the US and height to waist ratios are supported by the evidence for good health. Height to weight ratio supports gaining lean body mass and 
burning off body fat. I'm all for a positive body, but in my mind, having a positive body attitude is accepting the responsibility of having a healthy body that is within the limitations of current literature to decrease our risk of metabolic syndrome. That is it. It's that simple to maintain a healthy height-to-waist ratio. I'm not going to say it's easy to maintain a healthy height-to-waist ratio. I mean, you have to eat healthy, have to have regular exercise in your routine, and monitor your lifestyle. But isn't it better than being at risk for several metabolic diseases? And yes, you can live a balanced life with plenty of splurges and still maintain a healthy height-to-waist ratio. I've seen plenty of my clients do it and do it very, very well. You might be wondering how did they do it well? And I read your mind. Here's the four strategies they focus on in no particular order of importance. Just try to hit them all. And remember, it's hard to have them all perfect. So focus on progress and great habits and not perfection. So here they are, the strategies that brought success, and I'm going to go ahead and break them down into sections as we work through this podcast. So prioritize a great weight training program with balanced cardio backslash walks, sleep, and well-rounded nutrition, eating balanced whole foods, avoiding the processed junk. Weight training, like I mentioned in the past, is completely up to your experience and technique. This is where hiring a great coach to help you get started is always probably the best choice. Maybe you invest a little more in the coaching in the beginning and then back off as you get a good idea of the techniques that keep you safe, of the, of the proper movements, and also the weights you should be using. When it comes to balanced cardio, or maybe you don't even do cardio, maybe you perform some conditioning at the end of each strength training session. I tend to recommend 10, 15, or for more experienced clients, 20 minutes to finish up a training session. It all depends on the day and the amount of weight you have trained with. Meaning, was it a heavy day? Was it a light day? Was it a medium day? These days should all be mapped out in your planning and with your coach. I'd also note that I'm a big fan of training based off time, meaning that my weight training and my client's weight training is usually designed in a circuit form. This allows them to train strength and also get a great amount of conditioning in at the same time. Lots of people don't think that it's possible to burn fat and gain strength at the same time. It is absolutely possible and can work out to be a more efficient method to train for the individual that has a very busy work, life, and family schedule. The fact is, this way of training is pretty damn hard. You have to manage being short of breath, but also keep moving. This type of training needs some really good program design to be more effective. You essentially have to have 
your hard days, medium days, and light days all really strategically planned out to have the most success. You will find when training like this, you are probably the hardest working person in the gym. Also, like I have mentioned in the past episodes, the more muscle you have, the more you are tapping into your fountain of youth. You see, more muscle on your frame means your insulin will be better regulated. Then, your metabolism will then utilize carbs, fats, and proteins much, much better. Next, when we look at sleep, we know that 7 to 8 hours needs to be a priority. This is supported by the literature. And before you dismiss this and say, ah, well, I only need five to six hours of sleep, I'd say, then show me your genetic report that says you have the gene DEC2. You see, in this day and age, the we know the DEC2 gene is present in only 3% of the population. Only 3% can actually do well on short sleep. So, if you do the math, 97% of the population need 7 to 8 or even more hours of sleep. And the thing is, when you do get this amount of sleep, you're putting another check in the column of reducing your risk of metabolic syndrome. Sleep also helps you to decrease the risk of injury and accidents, recover and repair from training and life, increase your memory, and also your focus. Having good sleep helps you not overeat as well, and you're less likely to feel depressed. All right, so we got weight training, we got sleep down. The next thing I wanna talk about real quick are walks. Really plain, simple walks. Taking short 10-minute walks multiple times a day will help with all things related to great health. Walking helps to settle your brain, get some fresh air, and burn a few extra calories. Some even find it as a great form of meditation. Finally, incorporating a balanced nutrition plan of plenty of whole foods helps with reduction of height to waist ratio. Finding the right balance of protein, carbs, and fat will keep you on a path to great strength, health, and a reduced height to waist ratio. So there you have it, weight training, or just plain exercise, sleep, walks, and balanced nutrition will help you to reduce your height to waist ratio. And here's the thing, when you hit all these strategies, you're hitting many of the controllable elements to greatly reducing the risk of developing a metabolic syndrome. So to finish up today, guys, I hope you'll join me in saying, screw the scale. Use the height to waist ratio and some of the strategies I've outlined in this podcast episode to help to reduce the risk of your chances of developing a metabolic syndrome. I hope you have a great day and thanks for listening. I'll see you back here again soon.
You have been listening to the Empower You Radio Show with Eric Gann. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us at EmpowerYouOnlineCoaching.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at EmpowerYouOnlineCoaching. We also have a great Instagram account at EmpowerYou underscore Radio Show.